Speaking of fog, there's plenty of it in Ottawa. Some of it manufactured on behalf of various individuals. What I'm talking about is the inquiry into the Declaration of the Emergencies Act. And there is this theory that has been advanced almost since day one at the uh, Freedom Convoy that whatever bad behavior you saw was actually staged. And especially if you saw or we captured images of people with Nazi flags or Confederate flags, uh, the working theory that is now being advanced by a lawyer on behalf of the convoy protesters is that the federal liberals, in an effort to discredit the protests, hired a Toronto firm in order to stage these literal false flag operations. So the lawyer, who you heard is fairly belligerent and was ultimately kicked out a couple of days ago, was told yesterday in a written judgment that this you know, evidence, if there was any, that this theory cannot be argued at the inquiry. Here to shed some legal light on this is Boris Patinsky, our legal expert. Boris, it's been a while. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. Okay, so some people are arguing that this is the judge shutting this down because if it's proven, it would be damning for the liberals. But I have to think whenever a lawyer advances an alternative theory for something that has happened, eventually the judge is going to say, you got to prove it or get out. Well, that's right. I mean, there's only so much time that any uh, proceeding, whether it's a public inquiry or whether it's an actual court case, has. Uh, We don't limit it, generally speaking, just because of time. That's not the only factor. But if you're going to use up valuable resources, there has to be something behind the evidence that you're planning to call. And I guess in this particular case, the expression that the judge used, Justice Rouleau used, was that they characterized the, uh, the efforts to subpoena certain witnesses as a fishing expedition, which is an expression we hear often around courts where, which basically signals to the, the party that's making the argument, you've got nothing, you've got nothing behind it, we're not going to waste the court's time, we're not going to give you the opportunity to try to find evidence through this process, that's not what it's designed for. So it's common. Uh, but uh, obviously those who believe that this is one massive conspiracy are going to be emboldened by this decision right. because they're going to see it as part of that same conspiracy. Okay, so what would be the threshold where somebody would be able to present any evidence or you know require testimony for an alternative theory? For example, I know that in you know one of Michael Connolly's favorite tropes, and I realize he writes fiction, uh, but the Lincoln lawyer always wants to present the idea that somebody else altogether did the murder, therefore my client didn't do the murder. But again, if you want to advance that theory, you've got to enter into evidence. Right. So in a criminal case, if you want to advance evidence of what we call an alternate suspect, somebody else did it, and you want to point the finger at somebody else, there has to be a threshold that you have to show that there's at least some possible evidence to link that person to the crime. So whether you know there's evidence that the person was in the neighborhood or had said something uh, to express animus towards the victim or whatever it may be, it may be different in every case, um, there has to be a threshold finding that there's a link. And without the link, you can't just go around starting to point fingers, well, it could have been John, it could have been Betty, it could have been whoever, uh, because that's exactly what a fishing, de- uh, ex- fishing expedition is. And we've decided it's sort of as, as a matter of, of criminal law anyways. You can't do that without having something to back up your post claim. Boris, thanks a lot. Good to have you. My pleasure, John. Thanks for having me.